Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, my next guest, geez, he's been making waves in, in the off-season. We've been sparring. He's the host of the all-conquering SENWA breakfast show with the superstar Scotty Cummings. Boy's doing a great uh, job breaking news and getting big guests. His name is Tim Gossage. Gosh, thanks for joining me on Sports Day. Uh, you're calling me a guest, are you? Is that what you're calling me? What, what would you rather me call you? Now, I was trying to be nice. I said the all-conquering <laughs> sports show. I said you've been yeah, breaking news, big guests. Thank you. What, what, thank what, you, you. You've been a bit sensitive, Goss. Come on. No, thank you. Thank you for the soften up. Yeah, very good. Hey, nice to see you doing an A-grade show, too. I'm very pleased that you've got the prime-time shift. <laughs> yeah, well, and that was the other thing. You, you, you said that myself and Sam Edmund were the B team over summer, and I, I did I did take that personally. Um now, I've been critical of Luke Beveridge for not talking in the media this preseason. Yep. Like, I feel like a coach's responsibility is to talk. And I pointed to the fact that Adam Simpson's won five games in two years, but he has still fronted up. Can I ask you yep. how you're going to judge the Eagles this year? You, personally? Oh, well, yeah, massive improvement. There's been a horrendous couple of years. But, you know, with a with level playing field and, you know, injuries don't discriminate. We've seen that with, with Hawthorne today and other clubs who have been hit by injuries. And if... We're going to see how much pressure goes on every team's list. And West Coast have had that pressure on them the last two years. They've had a terrible run of injury. I know you put it down to poor fitness, stroke well, injury. I, well, that, that, is, that as well as poor list management, Goss. So, so I, I, look, I give them some excuses for injury because they've been hit hard for, for two and a half years. But when you continually sign players that are 32, 33, who have a shocking history of injury they'll usually get injured again. So to say that Hearn got injured or Shuey got injured or Yo got injured or McGovern got injured, of course they got injured. They get injured every year. But you've contracted them on big contracts. So I think some responsibility needs to be placed on the list management as well as the senior players themselves for perhaps not preparing themselves um, in the manner that an elite AFL footballer should. Is that harsh, do you think? Well, it's not harsh, but you have been beating that drum and playing that same tune for a long time. Yeah, because it keeps happening. And I know that it can't change. And it's happened again. I know that it can't change until they start to write their wrongs in your book. So therefore, with a clean slate, a strong list, and and some winning, of course, more, more importantly than anything, you may eventually sort of understand what they've probably been through. I, I respect your opinion, but I do think you have been on a campaign mm. which for me, for me, you just must wake up and you might be in a really good mood, but you kick your toe on the end of the bed to put yourself in a bad mood and find a negative and you go, oh, I'll look over in WA. When, to be brutally honest with you, and I don't want this to make me versus you or state v state, but it sort of does become yeah. that. 
One of the great underachieving football clubs, albeit they've made several finals campaigns and preliminary finals, is Port Adelaide. I, and I know you're going to tell me, I speak about Ken Hinckley all the time and I do this and I do that and I, I keep him honest. The bottom line is there hasn't been a premiership in his reign. But mm. are you judging his coaching as hard as you're judging the West Coast Eagles back-of-house team and fitness campaign. Yeah, well, I, I just think it's like comparing apples to oranges because Port Adelaide team won 13 games in a row last year. They did play finals. And if you're speaking, Yeah, and if you're speaking of injuries, they, they had key injuries at a shocking time and there were holes in their list. So I've been super critical of the list management team for not having a backup Ruckman, for not having key defenders above the height of 188. I actually think... Ken's coaching was pretty good to get that team with what he had at his yep. disposal into that position. Now, that's that's just – I'm just focusing on last year. Whereas the Eagles, Goss, and you were to watch this, you've got senior players missing basic tackles in the first five minutes of a game. And, and you've got teams running through and walking through them. The game's over at 10 minutes in the first quarter. So I just Are think, you putting a magnifying lens on them – more so than any other team in the competition. Yeah, because they've been one of the worst teams I've ever seen. Well, one of the worst okay. teams in history. So, 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 so yes, I am putting a. No, I am putting garbage. a. Mate, well, it's not got, by any. Gosh, they lose by ten goals every second week. And uh, look, I'm happy to show you the numbers. Like just, just, just look at their last two and a half a seasons. Kane, they couldn't field a waffle team last year because they had no fit players. Not yeah, just and why was that? Not as I not as just I've explained. They've had, mate, they had broken legs. I mean, broken legs happen. They had mm. knee injuries. Knee injuries happen to the best. And we're seeing it currently. There are a lot of football clubs who are feeling the preseason pinch with injuries. West Coast have got a handful. Stock standard stuff. West Coast's best list right now, best list right now, will be more than competitive. And I think you need to judge them on their best available. Yeah, you can go over list management. Yes, you can go on blokes who have underachieved. And a lot of the guys that you mentioned, Elliot Yo has barely got on the park because of, of uh, first of all, osteitis pubis and then a couple of other injuries, yep. which sometimes, and, and the young boy, and the, the young boy Hewitt has got a, 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 a degenerative foot problem as mm. well. They're just, they're injuries that happen at the best of times. But when it happens to one or two more players than, and senior players and very good players and premiership players from six years ago, I think we cast a bigger lens on them, and sometimes unfairly. Yeah. And I'm, and I honestly don't believe, at times, at times, you could, you've been right on their fitness campaigns. I get all that, but I do think you need to just take mm. a step back and maybe look through a different lens. We'll move, we'll move on from the Eagles shortly because um, sure. I want to speak to you about sure. some other things, and and I think it's a good debate. And yeah, look, there'll be different sides of of the debate. Some will say I'm too harsh. Some will say. You're too soft. The, the media landscape. No, in Perth, more, no, hey, hey, I'm not too soft. I don't, and I take. I've taken no, no, no. I, I, that wasn't. I, 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 think that's I, I think as a whole, the media, a lot of the media, is a little bit oh, petrified's too strong. I think I used the word petrified last time. A, a little bit scared of, of the Eagles. They don't want to upset anyone, and and usually it is a positive slant. And I'm sitting there going. How can you find a positive slant with this team? But anyway, we'll move on, Goss. The impact of uh, Don Pike, because. Um, off the record, I've, I've, I've chatted to Don Pike already, and uh, look, I'm a big fan. Um, I've observed him and what he did with the Adelaide team here, and I think he's the most versatile man in football. Um, what yep. impact can he have? Yeah, huge, absolutely huge, and especially you know with his business acumen, his uh, the Sydney Swans role, uh, that culture he can bring into West Coast and probably realign the culture if it needs to be realigned, so to speak. Big shoes to fill, following a, 
a man who's been in a role for a long, long time, Premiership winning CEO several times, a football manager, CEO, a football manager, Premiership football manager several times, man who was a big, big reason why the Optus Stadium was built, a man who set up the Mineral Resources Park, a, a man who recruited Daisy Pierce as a coach. Trevor Nisbet has done some remarkable things for WA football. They're big shoes to fill for Don, but he's more than capable. And, and I think he's already already got his feet under the desk. And I, and I think he's not just talking the talk. I think he walks the walk. And I think the fact is that he's fresh out of the game. I think that's a huge positive for Adam Simpson. I think Adam mm. Simpson, without Don being a liniment sniffer CEO, I do believe that he will be uh, a great uh, sounding board for Adam at various times. But Don certainly won't be uh, getting in the grill of Adam Simpson. I think it will be when Adam taps on his door. Mm. Now, you, you speak to the people of Perth, and, I, um, and you would know what their appetite is and what the key issues are. I've never seen anything like the coverage of Harley Reid Goss, but you've been doing it a lot longer <laughs> than me, and you've been doing it in Perth. Now, at mm. the height of, of the Ben Cousins fame, now, he probably had a couple of iterations of fame, didn't he? One for positive sure. reasons when he was the best-looking man playing football and the world absolutely at his feet, and then the premiership and then the dramas that we, we know about. Is this bigger? Like, is this bigger than Cousins with what we've seen with, with Reid, considering he hasn't played a game yet? It's bigger. It's the biggest overkill. I think the cousin yeah. stuff had. I think the cousin stuff had, had as much as Joe Public would probably. Oh, I leave the bloke alone. He was crossing the line. He was crossing mm. the line. It was more than just a footy story. It was front page rather than back page. It goes with wearing number nine. Cousins, mm. Nat Nui, and Reed. There is huge expectation. Sorry to Peter mm. Wilson. Uh, there mm. is huge expectation on wearing number nine. Harley, um, yeah, it's 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 it, to be honest, it's been ridiculous. But unfortunately, as you well know, in a two-team town, when we get our teeth into something, it's the it's the media outlets that aren't doing it, that aren't getting the follows, the clicks, the the ratings, the and he is big time. But he he is embraced it so far. But at the same time. He will post on his socials that he's walking out of Herdsman Fresh with a fresh uh, box of food, courtesy of Herdsman Fresh. He's dining out on being Harley Reid. He's now just got to make sure that he follows it up with some good footy. I do think we have a, an obligation to be a little bit more um, measured in the way yeah. that we report on him. But I, at the moment, it is a bit out of control. It has been led by the West Australian newspaper. And they rely heavily on online subscribers and people to pick up the paper. And until we see Harley Reid play for maybe a month, we're just judging him on the fact is that he was a standout number one draft pick. Mm. What about Frio? I mean, uh, Longmuir, is he... Now, now if you're going to make a case that he's been unfairly covered, you, you probably could. Uh, yet to have a contract, once again, the West Australian has linked Luke Beveridge to, to Fremantle if things don't go well for Justin in the first part of of this season. Is that unfair considering the age demographic of the Dockers? Oh, I do. I, th I think so. I would like to have seen him signed if they were genuinely showing a, a public show of support, but I'm sure that his men and, and Simon Garlick and Joe Bridie and, and the football club is across all of that. But bottom line is, I think there's a, there's a, uh, and there's a sort of level of optimism about what they can achieve with their best available. They're going to have, they're going to, have to find a kick goal kicker. They haven't had a, a goal kicker kicked 50 goals since Pavlich, you know, mm. a dozen years ago. So they're going to have to find some way, and it's all very good. Oh, Jai Amos could be the answer, but he's not big, he's not robust. So they're going to have to make sure Tracy and, and make sure Jackson gets involved. So bottom line is kick more goals, make the finals, pressure goes off, Longmuir signs a new contract. For me, make the finals or at least show 
absolute positives in, in really important areas for the football club. And I think the Jackson-Darcy-Chipson um, combination has to work. Uh, there's a do, lot do of pressure think, on Kim I, I don't think I don't think it will. Do you? I think I, it was, know you I think it was a bad move from Fremantle and for and for Sean himself to commit that long to potentially playing in a position that he doesn't want to play. Jackson's a ruckman. He's not a forward. They keep telling me he's a midfielder. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. They keep telling me he's going to kick fifty goals. I haven't seen it yet. He's a ruckman yeah. and he's a great ruckman. But so is oh, Sean very Darcy. Good and, yeah. And two of them are going to oh. command one point eight of the salary cap and. I know they don't; they're not under pressure with their salary cap, but I don't think it's a great move. So I, I look, I'm with you. I need to see that. Are, are you confident we will see yeah. that work? No, I'm not confident, but I'm hopeful, and I and I and I want to see it work because I think they're both. I reckon they could dominate a game if it all fits in. I agree with you. I think they were a bet when Luke Darcy was injured last year. Uh, uh, sorry, Luke Darcy. Sean Darcy was injured last year. Luke Jackson, I think changed the way Fremantle played. He and did. I think he was the We nearly option. had him in the All-Australian team. We were looking for a Ruckman, yeah. and he came hard as the All-Australian Ruckman. Yeah. That's how good he was. He did. And I am concerned that Darcy's forward craft is not as good. But let's just let's judge. Maybe let's judge 12 games in to see if it's working. All right, guys. A lot of people off the text saying that you've beaten me 6-2, one <laughs> We should do this again sometime. Appreciate it. I love it. Good on you, Kane. Good man. Tim Gossage there, host of SENWA, a breakfast